Guys, welcome back to Project 2662. Life changes here. And Jordan, this is episode number 20. Number 20. 20 straight weeks we've been doing this, Bill. It's really kind of hard to believe. It is hard to believe. And we thank you so much for your support throughout these 20 weeks. And today we roll out episode number 20 with the following thought. So listen to this. With the rising statistics in depression, anxiety, and suicide, quite frankly, we've had enough. Where's the hope? Where's the joy? When asking ourselves what is it that gets us out of bed and excited about each day, the answer lies in the pursuit of our dream. Okay, Jordan, and whose dream is that? That is the dream of you and Madison and Taylor, your two sisters. It's spoken right after the words, the purpose behind our mission. And guys, we're going to talk about anxiety today, depression suicide, but we welcome into existence Triple Braided Cord Company, and that is to be found at www.braidedcord.org. It's Jordan Oliver, Madison Oliver, Taylor Oliver. They rolled it out last week at Donaldson Christian School here in Nashville. They had a great a radio episode in Baltimore. A lady from Baltimore, Maryland rolled them out on a radio show yesterday. We'll talk much more about that down the road as Jordan transitions into her new uh, place in life. But today, Jordan, and by the way, congratulations to you and your precious sisters. You are going to be used by God in such a powerful way. Congratulations on your rollout October 1st on last week's speaking at Donaldson Christian. And today we're going to attack anxiety and find out exactly what you guys want to do with this uh, triple braided cord. Give us a quick what you're going to be doing, where you're headed, and then we're going to attack anxiety. Oh, thank you so much, Bill. We are so excited about this. We have been working on, or rather, God has really been working on this in us, in developing this over, really, if we look at the whole picture, over the past five years. And we just knew that He was calling us. We knew each of us had a desire to bring God into the everyday in some way or another and to make him relevant to make him to to make him real to people in their everyday experiences and through these past couple years through our move to Nashville we've been piecing those puzzle pieces together one day at a time and it has led us to the launch of Triple Braided Cord Company that you just gave the greatest introduction for, <laughs> and um, well. and really yes, we're just we're just so excited that we did go into our first school here in Nashville last Wednesday at DCA, so that we can start igniting the flame of purpose in students, in parents, in teachers, and try to help them to recognize what does God's voice sound like today in this day and time, and what are some of the distractions that block us from hearing that and from recognizing our purpose and knowing our dreams that make every day so exciting to live. My favorite part of that statement I just read is, we've had enough. And I think your two sisters have a video on the website. And guys, go to that website. It is a fabulous website, braidedcord.org. Um, your sisters one time, I think, in one of the videos say, we've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They and do. all of us have, Jordan. All of us that are yes. watching these terrible statistics of suicide, 
we are watching these children, uh, they hate to be called children, teenagers, and you saw a bunch of them at Donaldson Christian Academy last week, dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression. Uh, What I want to know from you is, maybe specifically when you were at that school last week and then all the other times you worked at schools and you've spoken to kids throughout your career, what are you saying to these kids when they're looking you in the eye and they're full of anxiety? They're feeling all these pressures life is giving them. They're watching their kid, their friends commit suicide. Yeah. I, I'm hating the statistics I'm seeing right now with kids taking their own lives. So they're watching their friends take their own lives. What are you saying to them, Jordan? What is the solution here? What kinds of things are you and your sisters taking into these schools to help these kids? Yeah, so it is. it, it really is honestly just frustrating to see the the darkness that is really taking everybody by storm at this point not even just the youth yeah, but young adults adults yes. every single age is affected by this right now yes. and so we we have said we did say we have had enough and yeah. Basically, you know, this all kind of, I was able to see all of this in my past work in Baltimore before I moved here because for four years I worked in a middle and high school. And I worked, I was a heavy volunteer with my church, you know, middle school students and Mm -hmm. got to see that so many of them were dealing with the same problems. And a lot of it was depression and a lot of it was anxiety. Those are the two, those are the two biggest. And, you know, what I started, I started studying it and I started really just praying to God and saying, help reveal things to me that are going to be a solution to this. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I think we look at this, all of us, and we say, what can I really do with this massive problem? And so as the girls and I, Madison and Taylor, as we had, were forming this business, talking about what are we going to speak about, and, you know, God kind of revealed, okay, the, the main root of suicide, depression, anxiety, the main root is hopelessness. Mm. You know, you wow. have to get to a point of hopelessness to not want to wake up the next day, to not want to get out of bed the next day. It's it's some kind of, you know, heaviness over us that right. that tells us, there, you know, there's nothing worth it in the day that lies ahead. And so we said, so, you know, the the solution is really having a purpose or wow. having a dream. You know, we kind of put those two words together, the way that the way that the three of us think of it, a dream and a purpose. But what can I give to the world today? What does the world have waiting for me? And so wow. we said if we can get people excited about their purpose. If we can get them thinking creatively about their dream or their purpose, we can spark a flame, you know, even if it's the tiniest flame, we can spark something in them that will, you know, inspire them to say, you know what, maybe God does have something for me that I was uniquely created for and that it's it's worth pursuing. It's worth getting up today to find out what that is and to see what that's going to lead to. And so that is kind of what, you know, behind our whole message as a whole. And in that we go into different distractions in today's world. If we're not hearing from God, if we're not recognizing what our purpose is, what could possibly be distracting us? And so we kind of dive into topics like that. Well, so let me ask you this. I think what you just said a moment ago was you are hearing from 13 and 14 year olds Uh, Jordan, I've lost hope. It also sounds like you're hearing from adults, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 
I've lost hope. So when you are confronted with this by a ninth grader, 10th grader, 11th grader, or a 55-year-old guy at Starbucks, what are you saying to people? Mm. Because they have lost hope. I'll confirm that. Yes. Today, people have lost hope. What do you What are you and Madison and Taylor, what makes y'all different? And what are you saying to these people? Yeah, our, you know, we are faith-based. We are God people. And that is really what we advocate. That is that is the solution, is knowing God. That wow. is the answer. And I know that everybody has, you know, different faiths, different beliefs, different different experiences with knowing God and what that looks like. But that is why our our purpose as TBC Co, Triple Braiding Cord Company, mm-hmm. is to just inspire and light that flame by sharing our personal stories of our encounters with God and how we've, you know, been following the path of our purpose that he's given us, you know, to spark that flame of maybe if they're hearing from God, maybe I can too. Maybe maybe he has a purpose for me too. Mm. And we think that our age is what makes us unique. I'm 27. My sisters are 24. They're twins. And we believe that for students, we're young enough that they will listen to us because they're hearing they're hearing similar messages, especially one of our main things is talking about social media and mm-hmm. how that can be a distraction if we're not careful. And I think they hear that from parents and teachers and they automatically cut them off in a way because that is their world. But when you have someone our age come in who says, I've grown up with a screen in my hand too Mm -hmm. and I use it every day just like you let me tell you when you do take time to put that down let me tell you what else can happen outside of that we think they listen and then on the other side of things we believe we can stand in the gap between parents and students and be that bridge to explain to parents what is going on with their children they, because parents, that generation hasn't necessarily grown up with the technology the way we have. And right. so we think we offer a unique perspective in explaining that to them. So it's it's really, really fascinating. And we've gotten pretty amazing feedback from parents and students both. We have definitely talked to a whole scope of you know people. So it's interesting. Okay, so let me ask you a question. You've heard the old expression, stir the pot. Something stirs the pot. Yes. I think you just said to me that social media, and to our audience, by the way, social media stirs the pot of anxiety. Oh, oh it, it, it's yes. It's not only stirring it. It's uh, That is the pot, I think, you know, okay. the, the social media. That is really where, I believe, with when we're looking. Actually, I, I was about to say when we're looking just at teens, but... It now is affecting adults as well, okay. just to the same degree. But that is the the arena. I like to say sometimes okay, behind that's good. that behind that's that good. phone, you know, right. in social media. That is the arena that is really opening us up to all these different now new um, new feelings and new experiences that the world did not know before we were all connected 24-7. <laughs> it's opening right. us up to feelings like comparison, mm-hmm. to isolation, to boredom, to boredom, being bored. Mm-hmm. This one I love talking about because I don't think we hear it often, but it's created these, these new feelings for us that we do not even realize we can get trapped in when we're wow. just behind these screens. And so um, I I have a, a comparison to the Adam and Eve story that I love to use for that that really goes into depth more about 
um, that kind of paints the visual about why I'm saying these things. Why is this opening us up to these to these feelings that are negative, that are on the negative side, yeah. and that are contributing to the depression, the suicide, and anxiety? Okay. But it is it is um, it has a, it plays a huge factor, a huge factor. So let's stay with boredom because that is a subject that I haven't heard addressed much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think what I hear you saying maybe is these kids get bored. It's three in the afternoon or it's two in the morning, and so they go get on their phones and social media. Delivers them what? Buckets full of uh, <laughs> positivity? Yeah. Buckets full of seeing what everybody else, including not even just our friends, are we open to their worlds now? No, we're open to the worlds of celebrities. We're open to the world of any and every single human being because everyone now has an Instagram page, has a Twitter feed, has a Facebook page. And so these kids are Snapchat looking. Snapchat and all Snapchat, that. Snapchat, right, absolutely. Right. And so these kids are, you know, not just able to compare themselves to, you know, their friend Kate over here who, you know, is kind of has a similar lifestyle. But now they can compare themselves to Kylie Jenner, the youngest billionaire and who's not too far in age from teenagers. Right. And they're saying... Well, my life, you know, isn't even close to what her life looks like. Right. And so they're they're able to have these unrealistic expectations for their lives and they're able to compare themselves to realities that are not real. Right. And and that is wow, that is so true because in so many cases, perhaps even in the case when I was a kid and when you were a kid, uh, they see these stars that have got these amazing cars that are worth, you know, $100,000 and all this money. Yes. And they're going, man, I got $10 to my name, <laughs> and my daddy just went and bought me a 1987 Ford <laughs> that I right. have to drive to my school. Yeah. With all those other kids that are, so so it's comparison. It's I'm not pretty. I'm fat. I don't have money. I don't have any talent. I don't have this. I don't have that. And it's, I, I think... What you're say- saying is you're seeing this is all these buckets of anxiety being poured on these kids. Yeah. And you three girls want to make a difference in that. And, you know, we're, we're not coming into these schools telling these kids to throw your phones away, get off social media. No, we understand that we will not ever be able to have that as a solution. These kids, that this is their social Landscape. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is the only thing that they know. And so we have to work with it. And with that, we are encouraging them to think about life outside of the phone. Not, you know, to just say it is worth it to put your phone down for half an hour, for 15 minutes of the day. And take time talking to God. Take time praying to God. Take time doing the things that make you come alive. And, you know, have light you up with passion and, and reveal your purpose to you. Because in those moments, in that time, we believe that is when you're most receptive to hearing God's voice, to knowing what and how he created you. And when you start experiencing the joy that comes from that, the light that comes from that, it will naturally lead you to want more. Wow. Okay, so let's do a, a little case study. We've never, we've never done this on our podcast. <laughs> let's do a live case study that you don't know is coming. It's this person that comes up to you at a school. Let's say they're 14. Let's say they look you right in the eye and say, uh, Jordan, Tyler, Madison, I've lost hope. Let's say that young lady or young man woke up that morning filled with anxiety. According to your statement on your website, you're going to help them find out what gets them out of bed and gets them excited about each day. 
So I want that answer live here on our podcast. What do you tell these kids and or their parents or their friends about what does get you out of bed and get you excited about each day? That is a phenomenal question, Bill, that no, I did not see coming at all. That is, but I am really, this is, this is exciting me because this is what it's all about. And basically what we, we tell these kids is you, we say at, at the end of the talk, we say, okay, guys, so we have a challenge for you. And this challenge is one day, and it doesn't have to be a full day. If, if you can't handle that, that, you know, we understand, but maybe just a half day at least when you get home from school, turn your phone off. Mm. Not just putting it in your pocket. Wow. Turn it off. Put it in a drawer away from you. And then mm. what we want you, where we want you to begin is first think about either a place where you feel peace. And it's, it's got to be somewhere in your everyday atmosphere, not like Hawaii, okay? We all feel peace in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, right. in, in taking a walk outside, maybe it's uh, sitting on your front porch. Maybe it's your bedroom. And that's okay if it's there, too. Wherever you find peace. Maybe okay. it's your granddaddy's house. Maybe, maybe it's, it's someone back, else's house. The backyard yeah. of your grandpa's farm or yes. something like that, okay? Yes. All right. You're going to go to that place. You're going to go to that place. This is, this is the challenge when you put your phone down. Turn your phone off. Put it away. Go to that place and take a journal. If you like to journal. Now, if you don't do that, because through through writing and through reflection, that is definitely one way to hear from God, to, to pray in a way. But also, it might be through doing an activity. So if you don't have a place that you want to be more quiet, then say you're a soccer player. Okay, get a buddy. Get a soccer ball mm-hmm. and ask them to meet you meet you outside, wherever, mm-hmm. the park. Go there and start kicking the soccer ball around. Yep. And start getting the conversation started with your friends, with you, and say, have you ever thought about what your dream is? Have mm-hmm. you ever thought about your purpose? Yeah. Like, what do you think you were made for? What life do? is all about? And yeah, have, right. you ever, have you ever thought? I mean, this, you know, this sounds like a simple question, but people, you would be surprised. I purposefully ask kids and young adults and even parents sometimes this question and the amount of shocked looks that I get on their face because they've never been asked this question before. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal to me. Yeah. And this is what made me think we need to get the conversation started about purpose. Right. And so, you know, and I believe that when you're doing, the reason I say is find a place or do an activity that you love, that you feel you know, makes that spark come on in you Mm. is because that's, you know, when we're in our element, when we are doing the things that we know we are good at, when we're doing things that we know make us happy and bring us joy, that is when we do become open, I believe. I believe it's when our spirit's open. It's when our heart is open. And in those things, I tell the kids, then Ask God in your heart quietly or out loud if you want to. Say, God, what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. What have you made me for? Mm-hmm. And in doing those things, in those places, you will hear him. Certain certain things will be highlighted. Maybe that buddy you're kicking the soccer ball with will say something to you. Right. And you know what? You've never thought of it before. That's God speaking to you. That's, That's right. speaking That's through right. someone. Maybe That's you're right. writing and you end up coming up with a really creative song. That's God writing through you. That's right. And that is how That's the right. light bulbs come on. That is how we we start recognizing what we were put on this earth to do. And it's not all in one huge moment, but it's by taking time each day to be intentional about this that ultimately leads to that excitement about what does the day have waiting for me. Boy, that's good. 
So I think I hear you saying, let me, let me, we're doing this case study here live, no practice. We did not <laughs> rehearse. Of course, we cup. never rehearse anything, but anyway, <laughs> I think I hear you saying detach from the world, detach from all the pressures, uh, I guess yes. ultimately detach from the anxiety. Yes. And go somewhere, go to a spot, go to a place where the positive can come up inside of you. Yes. You can be around positive influences, positive people, positive scenery. Yes. um, And you will begin to realize that life is quite different from that anxiety-filled person that woke up this morning at 6 o'clock with your heart beating and you're sweating and you're, you're shaking and... That's not life. No. That's no. not life. That is darkness. That is that is anxiety, depression, and we're watching it. And you girls have decided we're no longer watching it. We're going to no, do something. That's right. And can I just say one more thing, Please though? Do. That yes. you know, you're, you just made me think about it. Another another reason that all of this anxiety is stemming from social media, and we will talk about this more with parents, but you know, with youth in a in a different way. It really comes from this culture of competition that Mm. this has created, that Mm -hmm. this gateway to seeing everybody's lives, it's created just constant competition. It's created parents to feel more pressured, to pressure their kids to constantly get ahead, to constantly have the next step planned out. I mean, younger and younger, we're seeing seeing youth being recruited for college sports, you know, from, Mm -hmm. from when they're born, basically, now. And we feel like kids when their lives are constantly being told to them what the next step has to be and there is a place for that because we know that you know of course children need to be trained and they need to be mm-hmm. guided right. but to the extent that i believe because we see each other 24/7 on social media to the degree that this has caused it is putting so much pressure on kids yep. younger and younger to be certain things, to do certain things, to act certain ways that are not in line with their God-given purpose. And they're not feeling the freedom to figure these things out for themselves because they're being told from the whole world what they need to be. And I think that is one of the top roots of this anxiety and the pressure that they are feeling on their shoulders. Boy, this is powerful. A lot to digest. So let me suggest this. Um, I would love to continue this podcast because I would like for you to tell me specifically, Jordan Madison Taylor, okay, where is the hope? Mm. Jordan Madison Taylor, where is the joy? Because remember, if these kids come to you, if these adults come to you with these hollow looking faces and their eyes look totally empty and they say, I have lost all hope, you got to tell them where to go to get the hope. And where to get the joy. So I'd like to suggest we do that podcast down the road. I love it. I love that, Bill. That's, oh, oh I'm already thinking of things. I'm trying to hold myself back. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, Jordan. I tell you, folks, I wish you could be here to watch Jordan today. She is so excited, rightfully so, because her and her sisters have launched BraidedCord.org. And, oh, my goodness, look out. The triple braided cord company is coming to your city. <laughs> so, yes, look we are. Out. All right, we'll pick up with hope and joy next time. This has been great. Uh, thank you all for so much support you've given us. Let me quickly give you the way you can now get a hold of Jordan and her sisters. It's info, I-N-F-O, info at braidedcord, that's C-O-R-D, braidedcord.org. 
O-R-G. And you can still, for the next few weeks, reach Jordan at jordan at icoachlife.org. We'll be transitioning with Jordan, and we'll be talking more about that later. But you can reach me at bill at icoachlife.org. We are here to serve you in any way, and we look really, really forward to following up this podcast with more information on this subject. Project 2662 uh life changes here what a podcast jordan thank you so much for listening thank you madison taylor and jordan we will look really forward to seeing you next week let me walk the line let me one more time Before it's too